on today's episode, you guys are the ones that are giving us the questions and we're going to be answering them. I love that you do the whole anonymous. It makes it more of a safe space. It does. And then people people be asking some some questions. They do. When There's, they know that their name's not attached to it, they're like, actually. <laughs> What's your favorite sex position? It's like, okay, bitch. You know. So but I love I love that you guys like actually interact and have some fun questions for us today. Yeah. We definitely want to do more like interactive podcast episodes mm-hmm. where you guys are participating either by asking us questions or where you're just submitting your own stories and we're reacting to them. Yeah. If you have any ideas of what you would want to hear from us, let us know on like Instagram, TikTok, DMs, whatever. Yeah. So. Well, let's just get into it because you, you guys got some questions. Yeah, yeah. So the first question is, what's your landscaping situation? Full shave, bikini line, Brazilian. What do you use? Wax, razors, creams? I'm like, I have um, hydrangeas outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think the older that I get, the more like I don't care as much. When I was younger, I was like, there can't be any hair on my entire body. I was like, I didn't want any of that. And now that I'm older, I've noticed that my skin has gotten extremely sensitive over the years. And so I can't shave or wax or do a lot of things that I used to. But when I, and and when I do, I have a lot of skin issues. And so what I like to do or what I like to use if I were to shave or wax, I actually don't wax. Um, My skin is far too sensitive for that. I think waxing is you know, coming from an esthetician, waxing is really great for people who have coarse hair and a lot of ethnicities. You guys, your skin, there's something about it. A wax on you guys is just top tier. But me being this white, 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 we just skin sensitivities around wax is a a lot. We're a lot more prone to it is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not really a wax fan. If I was going to be a wax fan, definitely do hard wax. Um, Wait, is that is that the one that you lay it and then you pull it and it's all the wax? Yes. You wouldn't do the paper? No. Why is that? Um, especially for sensitive skin, with hard wax, it's just more gentle on the skin and you can continue going over the same spot uh, oh. with, with hard wax. If you were to use soft wax, it's one and done. I do like soft wax um, for my armpits. I know like some people... It really depends on like where you go. Some people will only use hard wax for the body. I really like soft wax, especially around like the eyebrows. But hard wax is just really good for skin sensitivities. And I think if you were to get a Brazilian, things like that, wanting hard wax is going to be better for those skin sensitivities. And again, you can continue going over the same area without having any issues. If you were to lay down soft wax, epilate it, and go do the same spot, you can actually tear your skin which I have ripped my skin before you have I have especially in the eyebrow area like if you think about like this thin area is also like thin area around your coochie like think about pulling that so um if you were to do anything definitely just prep the skin for if I was gonna get a wax and I think you I think I've sent you this girl. Yeah, we've talked about her before. Probably. If I was going to go anywhere, I'd go to the Wicked Waxer. Yes. She's I amazing. Love I follow her. her. Instagram. Yeah. I just love her. If and you're in the Chicagoland area, the Wicked Waxer, she's just awesome. Everything about her vibe, she's she's the best. She's very sure. like, educated, mm-hmm. and I've never gone to her, but if I was going to have anybody wax my vagina, it would be the Wicked Waxer. Yes. I 100% <laughs> agree. Or you. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. We actually, I can tell you a quick school story. When we were learning wax, um, we actually weren't being taught those areas. We were taught the bikini line, but to do a full Brazilian, we weren't allowed to do it in school. Wow. That makes sense. It does, but (laughs) us, we didn't care. And so we actually had one girl lay spread eagle, had the perfect area for us to wax, but because perfect crotch <laughs> she did i mean like the hair everything it was perfect well because we were just learning um there's just certain techniques that you need to do and follow in order to get a perfect wax <laughs> and the girl i can't remember who 
put the wax on her. Did like an entire huge area. Oh. Went to pull it all at once uh-huh. and it got stuck. And we could not pull this off of her. She was in agonizing pain, like literally was crying. What part of the vagina? Um, this whole top okay, right like here. The top pubic so it was bone. the top, but into just above the the girl. Just okay. above the clit. Let me just say it, yeah. what it is. Uh, right this little area. And uh, so you know when you get this little divot down there? Yeah. The wax was stuck there too. So just imagine a full just this much wax dripping down and you trying to pull that up. Lord. You know she dropped out of school after that. <gasps> yeah, and I don't blame her. She's like, this isn't for me. We, like, actually, I felt bad. Whoever did, I didn't do it, and I wasn't a part of it, but I saw it happen, and we all tried to remedy the situation of, like, okay, what can we do to make this better? <laughs> and it just, like, wasn't happening. Like, we had, like, scissors trying to cut oh my her God. hair between the wax. Like, it was so bad. How did it get caught because there's too much hair attached to this strip and the strip and the wax just weren't doing what it needs to do you need thin layers of pulling the hair up okay just too much hair the whoever poured the strip or whoever poured the wax on her did way too big of an area your hair is strong like you ever see those girls who like I don't know if you have, but they are being pulled by their hair. They're like acrobats. Acro- and I have not. Yeah. There are people, if you grab your whole hair in a ponytail and you go like this and you whip yourself around, your hair is going to stay. Now, if I were to take a little piece of my hair and rip it, it's going to pull out. Yeah. That's okay. what happened to her crotch. Oh. I felt so bad for her. Did she have like a full blown bush? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which that's why it was great for us to work on. The girl, whoever just decided to do that for her, just didn't do it the oh, right you were supposed to do that it. That makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, it was really bad. I felt so bad for her. So anyway. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> I think about her from time to time, actually, because... Your Roman Empire. <laughs> she is the girl who's bush wax or lack thereof. Oh, my teachers were pissed. I bet. Like, this is why we told you guys not to do this. This poor girl is going to have to go to the hospital. Like probably right yeah it was bad oh mm-hmm. and like when you're ripping hair we love seeing blood because that means your hair is being ripped from the muscle and if it's being ripped from the muscle she's I know just fucking gushing. no no she was bleeding <laughs> her poor pores were just bleeding it was just not good oh. so I had to share that story in this well question. I'm never gonna wax my crotch <laughs> yeah Jeez. only get it professionally done and if you're gonna do it go to the wicked wa- wicked wax the wicked waxer. <laughs> Okay, the, um, the next question is, who's the last person you texted? Gosh, who isn't? Probably my sister, my mom, dad. We Like, they're texting me right now. Oh, okay. So I want to say that was the last person that I texted on the way here. You're the last person I texted. Okay, yeah, because I was on my way over here. You, and then today, like today, I texted you, my mom, and Ruben. Yeah, that's about the group. The same. Just my friends. Yeah. My parents, my sister. So, Brie, has anything changed from committed relationships to marriage? I'm actually fine. Oh, oh, oh that's that me. Me. <laughs> let me just say that again. Let me say that again. <laughs> okay, fine. <clears throat> let me calm down. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Like if people actually know. Like like when people read a script and they're like, "What did you do yesterday?" Amanda said, inquiring. <laughs> just reading. My notes. <laughs> Why the fuck did I do that? Because you're stupid. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> let me get a drink of water. <laughs> Fuck. Because I feel like you had something else there before, no? <laughs> no, it's the same, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm actually fine. <laughs> let me get the water down. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually tearing up, so let me just clear my... Anyway, so Brie, has anything changed from committed relationship to marriage? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you're in a long-term relationship, it really doesn't. No. And what I wanted to comment on with this is, because we've been together this summer, it'll be 15 years. That's crazy. I know. When I say that, I'm like, am I old enough to be in a relationship like that? But I guess so. I'm 32. (laughs) Um, But I think the biggest change, because I feel like, not to like make marriage not special, because I do think it's very special. But like nothing, nothing's different. 
yeah. from that. But I think what is different is like when you move in with someone. And even though Ruben and I have basically been living together since we were together since three years in, mm-hmm. um, it was different because from three years to 10 years, I lived basically out of his parents' house. Now, all of my stuff was at my parents' house because I worked out of my bedroom. So I kept all my makeup, my clothes, everything. I never like moved out of there, mm-hmm. but I always went to his parents' house to um, cook dinner and sleep and whatever. So we it felt like we lived together. And I always thought in my head, oh, we live together. Yeah. And then when we moved into this house, it was like, this is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is very different. So that I would say is different. So if you wait to live with someone until you're married, yes, absolutely. That will be different. For sure. But that is what is different. It's not like the marriage itself. It's living together. Yeah. Because even though we lived together there, it wasn't until here where it's like you really get to know somebody. For sure. You because it's, it's you have that freedom now where no living with his parents, you still had other people in the household to you kind of you didn't really get to be yourself fully. Yes. Yes. And now when you're on your own by yourself. Yeah. You can just like let loose. Yeah. And just habits like you, mm-hmm. you learn each other's habits. Even just like, I mean, I did my dish, like I did everyone's dishes there. Like we all kind of pitched in into dishes. Yeah. Like I did my own grocery shopping. But there's just something about living with your person. Just little thing, little fucking things that we each do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. for instance, like I can come up with things that like he does that annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say something that I did yesterday. It was <laughs> so funny. So we made burgers and he made this little, um, it's like an in and out dupe of a okay. sauce. Yeah. Okay. And he has like all these condiments out. Right. So he's got like a pickle, like a spicy pickle jar and then um, pickled jalapenos and just like a bunch of things. And he left it out and I was finishing up. So I put all the lids back on and I put them back in the fridge. So he goes to grab the spicy pickles. He's like, Brie, because <laughs> it's so fucking crooked that if you grabbed it, you would have slipped and it yeah. would have crashed and broke. Yeah. And he's like, this the shit you do. And I'm just <laughs> dying laughing. And I was like, you might want to check all of them. Because <laughs> I just don't give a I've shit. Like I half ass that. I'm like, is it on good? It's good enough. Yeah shit like that yeah shit like that but yeah besides again when you're with somebody for so long Mm -hmm. going from a committed relationship to marriage for you guys was just it was just like it just dotted the t's and cross cross the t's and dotted the i's gosh (laughs) that's all it did and it just made it and like not and it's not to take away from the marriage because like eloping was one of the funnest things we ever did it's one of my favorite days and then our wedding was one of my favorite days in life and it's romantic and sweet and even the week after our wedding Mm -hmm. and the week after we eloped butterflies just butterflies so that's romantic and sweet and special and yeah, but I wouldn't say that, like, our relationship has changed from th- yeah. that specifically. It's just, b- but moving in with someone is different. <laughs> oh, I agree. I really agree. Amanda, is marriage in your future for you and Jake? Yes. And I know I've touched on this subject a little bit and when you, like, your little get ready with me. It was a to- girl talk get ready with me Q&A okay. on YouTube, actually. So okay. that's funny that that's in this, too. Yeah. So... Yes, um, it's definitely in the talks. For us, marriage, same with what you're saying, like marriage is special and not to take away from it. We've been together for eight years. And so a commitment was never an issue for us, like us being committed. And I know with a marriage, like you said, crossing the T's, down in the I's, it really seals in that union And so I understand why we get asked this all the time. Like, when are you guys going to get married? Uh, And to me, a marriage just really is just showing that you're committed. But we've just shown that so much throughout our eight-year relationship that I was like, I don't want to be rushed. I want to do it when I want to do it. Um, Not because somebody wants me to do it. So yeah, we, I know Brie and some people in my life know about some ideas that I have for marriage but I think for now that's something that I want to keep a surprise with just the people that are close to me just know yes we will eventually get married and it is in the talks and the works I love that yeah I'm excited for you yeah 
it's we'll gonna see. be perfect and whatever if it you do yeah and if it doesn't end up the way that i've explained to you like i'm also okay with that which it will work out when we want it to yeah that was one of the best advices that advices the best advice that i received when i was going through that whole process mm-hmm. is do whatever you want mm-hmm. you change your mind it doesn't matter yep. it's whatever you want mm-hmm. and I know you're going to do that anyway. Yeah. But I think um, that's why I enjoyed what I did so much was nobody ever pressured me to do something that I didn't want to do. And I'm very thankful for that. I think I had a good group of people around me that never was like, well, you should do this. You should do that. Do whatever you fucking want. And you're going to love it. I agree. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. And you guys will see eventually one day. Don't hold your breath, though. In the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. I love like putting a timeline like way far in the future I, I, so people can just leave me alone about it. Yeah, right. <clears throat> what do you admire most about your relationship with each other? I love that. I f- did we? I'm like, I let's feel not like we, answer this because I feel like we have. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like in one of the um, previous episodes we, we had, we talked about it. Um, so on my end just really quick summing up what we talked about in that one episode is just we get to be ourselves Mm -hmm. like I genuinely get to be who I am with no restrictions and it's just easy and fun not hard I was thinking about that randomly in the shower thinking about this (laughs) I was thinking about you in the shower um but I was just thinking about how easy our friendship is. Yeah. Because we've never really had like a big blowout fight or anything. Mm-mm. Even a petty fight. I don't no. think we've ever fought about things. No, I don't think so either. And I think all of that just comes down to us being very honest with each other mm-hmm. and us also not getting our feelings hurt over petty shit. Right. I agree. Like there's never anything where like, I don't know, where one of us would be mad at the other. And I, I like what you said about being honest about each other because – since you're so honest about who you are, I know what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And so as a friend, I'm not going to do things that you don't like. Like you're not going to have an ex, like even just like going back to like your birthday party, like mm-hmm. you're not going to have this expectation of me to do X, Y, Z. Exactly. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. And like we can appreciate each other for how we are. Yes. I love that. And um, we, uplift, we uplift each other all the time. Yeah. I think you're like my number one person when I want like an honest advice, but I also know you're going to be like one of my biggest cheerleaders. Aww. Seems. I love it. Have you had a rough patch that you had to dick dick? Good God. (laughs) Next question. All right. Um, Have you had a rough patch that you had to dig deep to come out the other side of in your relationships? Other people's relationships always look so much happier than mine is. Do you want to go first or me? You can go first. Okay. Um, Of course, everybody has a rough patch. Something, though, that I value in the relationship that I have with Jake, I've never had to worry about cheating, lying, manipulating, or any type of abuse. Yeah. And so my rough patches might look a little different than somebody else's if they were to have those, um, which will be for a future episode. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, and so two, we, in the eight years that we've been together, I would say we had two major rough patches and you kind of touched in on that and that's moving in together. We also three years were dating until we moved in together. I was 26 when I moved out and I lived with my parents still. So I went from my parents to Jake. Jake had been living on his own since he was 17 and he was 30 when we moved in together. And so it was more just learning a new wave of each other mm-hmm. that really opens your eyes again bad bad habits or just when someone is ingrained in the way that they like to live their lives so it it was just more so figuring each other out and learning like hey i don't like when you do this and i don't like when you do that and vice versa but also not changing who they are like if that's the way you want to live okay, but just be more mindful or more respectful now that we're together. And so that was an easy patch to get through together. But it, I mean, it, I would consider it a rough patch because it did take kind of a few months to really be like, how does this person work? You know, you really got to see them day in and day out. And so that and then the second rough patch we had was when our dogs passed away. That was really hard on both of us. And just when you throw grief 
in the mix of anything, it just can tear somebody apart. And so we both just lost who we were, but at the same time was so happy that we had each other to lean on because we were grieving the same thing, but also we grieved differently. And so that was just kind of a learning of just, okay, you grieve this way. I can't tell you how to grieve. I grieve this way. But again, being mindful maybe in our actions and just communicating with each other, like I'm not having a good day today because of this. And so it was more of like a a general kind of rough patch for both of us, but it didn't break us. And it was, you know, it, it honestly only brought us closer. And the year of 2023, I feel like we just skyrocketed through our relationship, um, through all of those little breakdowns that we had through the grieving process. And so we had the best year of our whole relationship. So that's great. Yeah. I really like what you said about just being vocal about the things that you need or that are bothering you mm-hmm. while also not trying to change the person. Because yeah. I've had conversations with people where they just straight up want to change who they're with mm-hmm. over little things. Yeah. And it's, you know, like one major difference that Ruben and I have is just like the way that we eat. And I know that sounds so silly, but it's an everyday thing mm-hmm. where. I eat more healthy and he literally eats like a 12 year old. (laughs) I feel like most boys do. Most boys do, honestly. (laughs) And they can get away with it. Like he has like no problems. If I ate the way he eats, I would just be like, I'd have a migraine every day. (laughs) But who am I to say you can't do that? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's if I don't want to eat, like I would get frustrated because it would impact me wanting to eat that. I'd like, I would then want to eat that stuff. Yeah. I quickly was just like that. Right. That's not for me to change. So obviously people have rough patches. And I think it's good to know that like that's just a part of life and it's normal. Mm -hmm. The other thing I've learned is um, I think it's like every seven years you kind of like – I think it's like a renew of your cells or something. You like straight up become a different person. Yeah, you do. Um, And I think celebrating that is important Mm -hmm. and embracing each other's differences. Mm -hmm. But like you also said, as long as it's nothing like – like straight up abuse right and like things like that that are like crossing things that we can work through exactly um and i'm sorry if there are people who are listening that are going through that stuff because i've been there and i have different views towards that i'm very like cold-hearted towards it in a sense where i'm like you shouldn't be putting up with it or dealing with it so get out of the relationship or whatever that's not making you happy if it's not hurting me i can work through it yeah and so that's, I think, anything with a relationship, friendships, fam- you know what I mean? Family, relationships. There's, we're going to be annoyed with each other. Mm-hmm. It just, that's what it is. But um, again, just respecting each other, having that communication. I think you can get through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. definitely. Also, there was a point here about everybody's relationships always looks happier than yours is um that's normal because everyone's gonna put happy shit on the internet Mm -hmm. no one's ever gonna show you the mundane every day for sure and bad stuff absolutely keep that in mind yeah because everybody's relationship on the internet is going to look better than yours in real life even the happiest relationship yeah in in real life it's going everything is going to look better on the internet like i am so incredibly in love like engulfed in my relationship i'm the happiest i've ever been i just really can't see it getting much better than this like with my partner at the same time like even just on our way here i was like hey are you gonna schedule your dentist appointment he was like no and i'm like have a good day (laughs) (laughs) like it's not always you know rain but like i'm also not crying every day so i think that's where it just yeah if you're crying every day uh hating life then then yeah but i'm not gonna put little annoying like annoyances like that like that happens to everybody who who's madly in love yeah you know what i mean like i'm not posting about that every day it's part of love it is it just is yeah so yeah not not everything's gonna be perfect all the time you're like i went through a rough patch he didn't schedule his dentist (laughs) appointment (laughs) oh my goodness Oh, this is funny. How to avoid leaking from a tampon? I can't go a period without that happening. I mean, same. <laughs> I just <laughs> always wear say. a pad with it too, honestly. Yeah. And I use ultra tampons. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know you for the first couple days, you don't even wear a tampon, which is wild to me. I'm someone where I just physically cannot stand the feeling of anything exiting my vagina. Mm -hmm. I cannot. I just it it is like nails on a chalkboard for me. If I wear a pad and I leak, I'm like, oh, I got to go change that now because I can't just sit in that. I don't know. I cannot fathom. Um, It's just more of like a discomfort. It's not even like that's gross because I don't think that at all. It's just uncomfortable for me yes. um i always wear the ultra tampons from tampax i know I, f- I just feel like nowadays everybody's so crunchy they're gonna be like that's so bad it's and so i know it is you. and i don't fucking care yeah, it is what it point. is i've tried everything i've tried the cup and i've gotten to a point where i can use the cup efficiently mm-hmm. i just don't like it yeah i don't like it mm-mm Even the thought of it, I just couldn't get on board with it. No, I don't like it. And I don't want to be pressured. Every time I say that, they're like, well, you just got to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. Okay, I I like my ultra tampons. They work great. Um, And we're fine. And I double up with either a pad or a panty liner or period underwear, which the NYX brand, K-N-I-X, I think is what it's called. Okay. Love it. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Yeah. they're It it feels like a paper-thin panty liner. Okay. But it's like... um, it's just nice as backup. Nice. That's it. Yeah, I like that. Because coming from me, I've gone through so many different waves of different symptoms throughout what I've had my period for like 15 years. Um, crazy. That's it? Right. Well, 14. Wow, you got it at 14? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like right before my 14th birthday. I got mine at 12. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were a little I early. I I feel like everybody got it at one and I got it. God, Gina didn't get hers till she was 16. Wow. Yeah. I feel like all my friends, we were all around like the 13, 14, 15 era. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I got mine after my friends. Oh my gosh. Oh my. So that. So I've had it for 20 years. Ma'am. I remember I got my period. So I was in the bathroom at um, my youth group at church. Oh my God. And I remember I was like feeling it or whatever. I went to the bathroom and I. I like it was yesterday I remember this seeing it and being like right now really right now we're doing this of course I didn't have anything on me and of course at that age you're like embarrassed you don't want to like yeah say you don't, you don't even say the word period that mm-hmm. we just don't say that um so I put like toilet paper in there or whatever I even though I paid attention in health class I paid like I paid full attention um I didn't realize it was just a constant flowage mm-hmm. for seven days. I thought it was only when you peed. Oh. So I was taken off guard. <laughs> only when Clearly. you peed. I love that. <laughs> like you're actually just peeing out blood. That's, that's what I that's thought. How, I don't even know if I had a thought about period, to be completely honest with you. No. No. I If I think about it, I don't think I thought about it. I just wanted boobs. That's all I really cared about. Same. Same. And I knew when you got your period, you were going to get boobs. Yeah. So I, nothing about a period did I even know about, except for just I was going to get some girlies. And Sorry. I wanted that so bad. Sorry for me. I didn't get boobs until I was like 25. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, can you go away? I'm over you. <laughs> you said you got yours the day before your birthday? No, it was a couple weeks, but it was okay. like right before my birthday. Okay. So I got it. Yeah, I think it was December or January. My birthday's at the end of, end of January. And I was in gym class. And Ugh. I went to go to the bathroom. And when I wiped, I saw a color. And I was like, I wiped again. And I was like, oh, my God, did I cut myself? Yeah. Because I was just so oblivious to getting – because, like, I didn't have cramps. I didn't have anything. I just didn't understand. And then it dawned on me. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Is this a period? And I remember getting out of the stall. And Kelsey was in my gym class. And I was like – Kelsey, come in the bathroom with me. And I show her and she grabs my hand and she's like, you got your period. And she (laughs) runs me to the principal's office because like they had like pads and stuff like that. So they like hooked me up. But I was like, oh, my God. And she was just like so ecstatic for me. She was like, it was just like this girl moment of like, I'm so proud you got your period. What an awesome friend, first of all. What a fun moment. And she's still my best friend. That's so sweet. But yeah, I'll never forget that. And so now, then, then, what I don't know, you know, no, what was that? What I know now that I didn't know then. Yeah. Hindsight 2020. (laughs) I was in for a rude awakening, and I still am. It's been the worst. I have the worst uterus on the face of this earth, and um, just periods are just not fun for me. And so talking about how do you, 
you know, stop your tampon from leaking. You just don't. Like it you just, just you just it, have backup. You just backup. I've had I've had it where I had to wear a tampon and and a diaper, an adult diaper because I would bleed through my tampon, through the pad, through my clothes onto my bed sheets. We used to call it CSI my panties. <laughs> Instead of CSI oh my Miami. God, I fucking love that. And it was just so I feel you, girl. Um, or whoever, you know, I I get it. And you just don't. You just gotta work around it. And so I but now I can't even wear like you said earlier, I can't even wear tampons the first few days because it's so inflamed from everything that like putting a tampon in there is excruciating. I have to wear a pad. I don't like them. Again, you saying like the thought, the feel, the the smell just anything i hate it and that's why for two days i just sit in the house yeah i won't go anywhere if i know that i'm bleeding i'm sorry because i cannot fathom having the thought of me wearing a pad and like going and trying to have fun with my friends i'm too worried about it just gushing through my clothes and i've never known anybody that's in as much pain as you oh it's just not fun i always thought i had really bad periods they have mellowed Mm -hmm. as i've gotten older but knowing you, like you by far out of anybody that I've ever known has the worst periods. And I feel like yours are starting to get better yeah, it's the last couple months. And I think it's just because symptoms are changing. Yeah. Again, your body goes through natural cycles every seven years. And of course, now in our 30s, our baby makers getting a little, you know, it's changing. And so yeah. my symptoms have changed. And so the blood actually has been so much better i don't like i'm not kidding i would bleed through my clothes i don't even do that anymore my blood supply has been great but now my symptoms have changed and now i just have like a different excruciating experience yeah super fun just girly things just girly things and just like just to let you know i literally bled through my pants onto the seat that you're sitting on right now (laughs) onto my white fucking couch yeah last week yeah so we're all doing it Mm -hmm. don't let anybody make you feel like that's not happening i'm 30 fucking two and i perioded through my pants yep and i don't care yep i I mean i cared that it was on my couch but it is for sure i've actually bled on a chair um out somewhere have you yeah thank god it was my parents house and we were sitting on um like fold out chairs and they were white and i got up from the chair and my mom goes oop and she went and cleaned it up for me. And I was Aww. like, no. I was like, man, because then I knew it was on my pants. Luckily, I was wearing leggings. Yeah. But I was just like having to clean them and everything. It's just like you said, no matter the age, it just doesn't stop. You no. just try to learn how to better navigate it. But literally, I think last month when I had mine, I adjusted my pants and I actually bled on the carpet. I didn't know it just oh. it just leaked out. It like and just fell out. Fell out on the carpet. I've had that before when I'm like getting up from the toilet to like grab a tampon yeah. and it like bleeds all over the floor. I'm like, perfect. And I didn't even know this time. So like a week later, I'm sitting on the couch and Jake is like, Is that blood <laughs> on the that? carpet? And I look down and go, Oh yeah. I was like, I thought it leaked out, but I didn't see it when I was walking. <laughs> and you just hydrogen peroxide. That is the best thing to get out any blood stain. Just put some hydrogen. I threw it on the couch and I have a cream carpet. Just threw it on the carpet and it was clean. Gone. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Can I tell you a period horror story? Yeah. I was in seventh grade, which this whole story makes me livid now as an adult. I was more embarrassed as a kid, but as an adult, I'm livid. Mm-hmm. And if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to tell her in school, if you have to go to the bathroom and they say no, you fucking go like i don't care this makes me so mad that teachers tell kids that they cannot go to the bathroom it's crazy so i asked i felt that i was leaking and i asked my teacher it was 15 minutes before the class ended i asked if i could go to the bathroom she said no because class was going to be over over in only 15 minutes i could just feel it pouring out of my fucking body and after class, I stood up and it was one of those like, cause so it was science class. It was one of those stools, you know, the silver stools that had almost like it looked like cork on yeah. the top, whatever yeah, yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like the size of like a cantaloupe stain wow. of blood and it was all over my butt. And so I saw it and then I sat right back down mm. and I just felt, I was like, you know, when you're like so embarrassed, you feel hot. Yeah. Everybody had already left the class and I was like, shit, what am I going to do? Um, 
And then the next class started to come in and one of my friends came in and I was like, Rachel, come here. Like, this is happening. Can you help me? Can you get the teacher? Like, whatever. And of course, like all the girls are like so supportive. Yeah, in for seventh sure. Grade. Yeah, yeah. And but then all the boys are coming in too. And because I wasn't getting up, there was a kid that was waiting for his seat. And he's like, you're in my seat. And I like would oh, not no. get up. I didn't know what to do. And then everyone's like, oh, she got her period. She got her <gasps> period. Oh, and everyone's whispering and talking about the fact that I had my period. And then my friend had told the teacher. And so the teacher was talking to another teacher. They didn't know what to do. And now I also do kind of feel bad for the teacher because she was probably like, shit, I should have told her she could go to the yeah. bathroom. Um, they made the class, le- which I guess, what else are you going to do? Yeah. They made everybody evacuate the room. Well, that was like more of a bigger deal. I know. Well, what am I going to do? Stand up with my bloody ass? No, for you sure. Know? It's yeah. like the whole, it's like a lose-lose situation. It, it really was. So um, I didn't have anything on me. So the whole class left. I stood up. The janitor came, took my seat. They had to, I don't know what they got rid of it. I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> and then the teacher gave me a pad. And then um, I grabbed my gym shorts from my locker and put them over top of my jeans. And then they made oh. me go to my next class. Yeah. And when I told my mom, she was like, next, hopefully that never happens again, but yeah. you should have called me and I would have came and picked you up. Aww. So, yeah, that was the worst feeling. Now, like if that happened to me now, I'd be like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I just yeah. don't care because I'm old. For but sure. like when I tell you, if I ever have a kid or if I have a kid, if I ever have a kid, but yeah. if I ever have a daughter and she has to go to the bathroom i'm gonna tell her like yeah. you just go you yeah. need to go you need to go and same with what if it was diarrhea right like just let kids go to the bathroom if they have to go yes yeah, some kids will abuse that and if a kid has like a, you know a pattern of taking 20 minutes to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom sure maybe have a conversation and say hey you're losing your bathroom privileges but even then like there are kids who it might take them that long that you yeah. know what that's a whole subject for another day of why like if i do have children i just i have to hold homeschool them yeah because society and some of those schools the just the simple you can't use the bathroom because i said so is just wild. disgusting behavior from a teacher i just can't do it and again you're just proving a point of why it's so important to never allow a child to not use the restroom. I don't care for safety issues because that's how they disguise it. Well, because we don't want any rough housing in the bathroom or this or that. Like, not my problem. Don't don't ever deny a child to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's why. Or like, especially when they're like, I feel sick and then they throw up in the classroom because you said you couldn't go to the bathroom. There's just so many of those like, oh, anyway. I feel like that happens more often than yes. the opposite. I, I agree. It's crazy. How do you handle questions from well-meaning people, friends, extended family, etc., about having kids? My husband and I have been married for two years. We're 29 and 31, and it's not in the cards for us right now by choice. It's so annoying having to explain ourselves to fam- at family gatherings or lunches with friends, etc. So... I feel like I have such a chill mindset wrapped around. I mean, you have talked about this a million and one times. I have such a chill mindset behind it because who we are as people, we're just genuinely curious. And so I I understand a lot of the times it really is coming from a place of love. People just want to know. Like, they love you. They they just want to hear your thoughts. And so for me, when I hear it, I, I'm not bothered by it. I give the same old routine of one day – You know, I give them a little bit of what they're looking for, but maybe not a whole lot. And if I'm feeling spicy that day or maybe I am being a little irritated because this could be maybe the same person that's asked me 10 times within the last year, then I might give a little spicy answer of like, you'll find out when you find out. Yeah. You know, but for the most part, when people do ask me the question, I just one day, one day and I just move it along because there's really nothing more to it than that. I don't feel like explaining anymore. And so I don't know. I I understand the opposite perspective of, you know, people who maybe are trying and they're not it's not successful or it isn't in the cards for any other medical reason or whatever that it is. And I understand that those questions could be harmful and hurtful, but I I just don't view people in that way. I'm not viewing them as them being spiteful to ask me that question. So yeah. I'm not going to give a spiteful answer back. And so for me, I'm just casual about it because we, 
eight years in, we hear it all the time. Yeah. My sister just had a baby and everybody's like, when When's are the next you one? guys? Oh, like oh, for, for us, you. Yeah. yeah, like when I'm holding the baby and Jake's holding the baby and they're like, what do you say, mom and dad? You think, you know, and I get it. I really get it. They're, they're saying it out of love because to me, that shows that they're like, I think you would be such a great mom and dad. And I just want to know because I think you'd be amazing at it. And I do hear people when I ever do respond of like, we'll see. Their response usually is, I just think you'd be such an amazing mom. And I'd love to see that for you. And I, again, place of love. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not usually bothered by it. I just kind of shake it off. Yeah. I think where I get irritated is when people aren't equally as excited for you when you have other accomplishments in life. Or equally excited, sorry to cut you off, but equally excited for you to be like, no, I don't want them. If they were like, oh, sure, yeah, I feel you. But if they're like, what do you mean? Then it's, then now we're starting, Mm -hmm. it's a problem. Or like I had a, a family member at a gathering, like say some rude ass comment about because so I put it out someone asked me about kids mm-hmm. I was like maybe when I'm 35 and I just sprinkle a number yeah. just to be like leave me alone about it like right. I don't know not not yet yeah and 35 like that's still like that's soon for me yeah. you know whatever and like the rude comment was just about like like I'm just guaranteed to have problems right. and it was like like don't you me? think you're a little too old to be thinking or like yeah that's like a that's too a little too old, old to have kids and yeah. that honestly that's the first time that I've ever been presented with that sort of comment yeah it took me off guard i was like excuse me what did you just say right like explain what you mean right because why i think that is where it always becomes a problem yeah if that's where your intentions are actually you're rude yeah you're being rude you're that's just rude that's just a rude thing to say Mm -hmm. and that's the first time i've ever had anybody be rude so for me i just was like what do you mean yeah yeah explain your answer yeah because i didn't under like i didn't I, understand you the first time yeah this is a chance for you to correct what you just said <laughs> your rude ass fucking comment exactly um but also like you were saying like it does most comments come from a place of love and like even when i see people online they announce they're pregnant mm-hmm. i'm instantly excited for them yeah I'm, like, oh, I'm so excited but i also think that as a whole we should be excited for people about any achievement in life yeah because that's where i've found people where like when they see me and we like catch up that's the only thing they want to know yeah and that's where it's like well i'm but i did this and this is you know i'm working on this like this is what i'm focusing on i don't think that it's not the end all be all to start a family for everyone and like again for some people like they are trying and then they can't Mm -hmm. and that doesn't make them any less of a woman that doesn't make them any less important right and i think just celebrating wins i saw this one instagram picture it was like celebrate when someone uh not only gets engaged but also when they end a relationship like celebrate someone when they get that um promotion at work but also celebrate when they quit like their toxic work environment like Mm -hmm. all these different things are wins we just don't really um value them at the same caliber so I think that's for me like what irritates me is just like as a whole especially because for so long I've worked on other things in my life right and starting a family has been like very like that's that uh, I would like to do that eventually it's just not right now and so if someone's going to continually ask me about that, it's just yeah. like, well, there's more to me than just that. Right. One day that will be my whole world, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, just not right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, so how I handle it is normally I just, normally I don't have anything to handle, to be honest, because no one's right. really asking me. Yeah. Um, and in the situation where someone was an asshole, I just asked them to clarify what they meant. And yeah. then they realized they were an asshole because it made the whole situation, like I made the situation uncomfortable. As you should, because it's <laughs> yeah. just a rude thing to say. Yeah. Um, I think people just meet you as far as where they are. True. And so a lot of times it really is just somebody getting married and having kids and that's all they have to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And so, again, you've accomplished more than a lot of people will, you know, potentially. different, Different accomplishments. Exactly. And so I think that's why as well. I'm just kind of like, okay, I have a lot more things to do just different things to do yeah yeah so for sure and i think sometimes i'll get irritated i feel like maybe i get more irritated than you get irritated yeah i literally don't care if i wear a sweatshirt i wore a sweatshirt in july because 
first of all, I leave my house at like 65 degrees. So mm-hmm. my house, I like it's to keep chilly. it cozy. You know, I like to wear whatever. If uh, every time I wear a sweatshirt in July, you pregnant? Are you hiding a bump? Yeah. Or uh, do you remember? I don't know. I think maybe it was two years ago now. We were at, um, we're out to lunch and I was wearing mm-hmm. an all black sweat set. Yeah. And I took, you took the picture of me and I was like, oh, I love this picture. But I know, I know someone's going to say something because my sweatshirt was bulging. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I never even thought that. Yeah. I posted the picture. Sure as shit. Within two minutes. Is that a bump I see? No, it's my fucking sweatshirt. So shit like that. First of all, That's let's not even comment weird. that in the first place. Yeah. Because unless you see an actual baby leaving someone's vagina, mm-hmm. I don't I don't even care if she looks like she's about to pop. Do not ask if she's pregnant. Yeah. I know somebody that ended up having a stillborn baby. Aww. So sad. She looked pregnant for a while after because her body, it literally, she was very far along. Yeah. And people were asking when she was due. Do you know how devastating that is to somebody? So yeah. I think just as a whole, we need to just like not ask those yeah. kinds of questions. Yeah. Um, those are the questions that I just refrain from. Absolutely. Like, again, if somebody wants to ask me if I want children or things like that, but the unwarranted, just like, hey, is that a bump I see? No, I ate a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And it's like, I guess to me is like, if you never even at like, I don't even know how to explain this because it's just, you can literally be sitting here and drinking coffee and somebody's like, are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Like, what in the context of the picture made you feel that way? Did you want to be first to announce it for me if I didn't announce it already? Like, unless I'm announcing things, don't comment on my body. Mm-hmm. That's my, weird. My favorite one was when I sent, I posted a picture of my nails and I was at the vet with pretzel, which the first picture on my story was at the vet with pretzel. The next one was of my nails. Someone replied to that. Pregnant? what about that what about my nails and being at the i mean i guess because maybe she thought i was at the doctor but even still people go for every other that's one thing that someone would go to the doctor for what the fuck that's really weird so weird those are the weird questions that i'm like like what were you thinking when you said that yeah like like, that's the shit (laughs) maybe i need to like you know how you said you need to work on like your rage or whatever Mm -hmm. That's when I'm like, I go to their Instagram and I'm like, are you public? If they're public, it makes me want to go to a random ass picture and be like, are you pregnant? Yeah. And then I calm down. It's just, it's weird. It's just weird behavior. That's, yeah. And out of all of the people that I know that have lost and had miscarriages or stillborns or just having a hard time getting pregnant for them for those women and those couples i get a little defensive because Mm -hmm. i'm like who like you don't know yeah i've never tried i've never experienced that so i don't know but for them i get defensive for sure um but all in all as i was just fired up i feel like i'm pretty chill (laughs) no that is one thing that i that i just don't understand is as a society why people do that that's weird to me and to handle that, you ask me a stupid question, I'm going to give you a stupid response. Mm-hmm. You know, that is where I would be like, okay, well, now I'm going to be spicy back at you because you just need to learn. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you doing that? How, how old unless, are you and you're I'm making comments Unless I'm posting a picture this. that says, hi, I'm nine months pregnant and I'm about to pop, you can ask me if I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm also going to respond with, are you stupid and don't know how to read? Because I just <laughs> fucking said that. And if someone hasn't announced it to their family and you ask me if I'm pregnant, do you really think that I'm going to reply to your comment if I am pregnant and be like, yeah, I am? You're right. <laughs> no. Just weird. Yeah. Just stupid. One time I did, by the way. <laughs> Someone asked me and I said, yeah, I am. And she's like, oh, my God, congratulations. And I was like, being sarcastic, don't ever fucking ask somebody if they're pregnant. <laughs> I love you. For that. <laughs> so that's how I handle it. That's the response that I like. Those are how I handle those stupid so questions. So spicy. Besides, like, you're just stupid. Yeah. You're being dumb. stupid. That's dumb. But besides that, honestly, like Just I get people chill. come out of, yeah, I get people say it out of love. So I don't really, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. All right. What are your steps to your nightly skincare routine? Well, I don't think I shared mine. You shared yours in the last episode, actually, yeah. in our favorites episode. Yeah. And if you guys want a skincare focused episode, let us know. Yes. Miss Esthetician here yes. has all the tips and tricks. Would love it. Um, I like to keep my skincare routine very simple. I love to do it in the shower like okay. or at least the cleansing routine um so i do the desi makeup melting balm love that and i use a face halo which i cannot use anything else i can't use my hands i can't use a rag i can't use a makeup eraser it has to be the face halo 
it's the best. Um, so use that with that. And then the cleanser, I kind of switch out. I like the Desi cleanser. I like my Colleen Rothschild cleanser. I like my ordinary cleanser. My ultimate favorite cleanser was a Shiseido Ibuki cleanser. And, and that was fantastic. I still have, I don't use it yeah. because it's old, but I have it because of the smell. It I was still the be- one I of the best cleansers in the world <sighs> in all skincare. They really need to mm-hmm. make that again because, yes. Um, but I do have a one a cleanser from them that I like as well just because of the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but then when I get out of the shower, I will use – I just use something simple. I love the Ordinary Hyaluronic Acid Serum um, for a retinol. I love the Summer Fridays one, but I'm interested in trying the different. And then I like um, – the Colleen Rothschild moisturizer and eye cream. And your skin's been looking amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I've been, I, I went through like two years of just like being really chill about it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, time to amp it up. I'm starting to see some aging. Let's like take care of it. Yeah. And then my tried and true, like I know this is so fucking bougie, but I love my La Mer moisturizer. I will continue you, to rebuy that. Like, I'm going to die on this hill. And now I ration the shit out of it. It's yeah. I only use it on my retinol days. Okay. So it's a bougie routine for that. But I love that. And that's, I like to keep it very simple. In the morning, I just keep three-step routine. Nighttime, also pretty simple, except for when I'm adding in um, a retinol. Yeah, nice. And I've also been taking my retinol on my neck, my chest, and my everything. I do all the way down to my nipples, and I also do my hands. As you should. Proud of you. Thank you. I need to be doing that a little bit more, too. I always bring everything down to my boobs, um, except for my retinol, um, just again with the one that I have, you're not that one specific. You're not supposed to. Okay. But I have to find one where I can, because I think you can, it's just, that's even more sensitive. So they just say, really be careful. And so. I wonder if like, cause that's pretty potent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your body can handle. Right. Like so much of it. Right. You know, I agree. I don't know. It's a lot. Um, do you want to answer yours or should they just check out? No, they're going to check out the other video on them for the future. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um, next question. You both have been with your significant others for a long time. How do you keep the spice alive in your relationships? Um, f- well, we, for a while, except for lately, we, we kind of go through little phases, but we normally would have a, um, date night planned once a week. So before we used to like every Mondays was a date night or every Thursdays was a date night. I think right now it's back to Thursdays. It changes a lot depending on our schedules. Um, And so that's something that we like to do to keep our relationship alive is just having date nights. We love going to the city to eat. We love all kinds of food, like everything that you can think of. So we do a lot of just trying different things in the city and that's our favorite thing to do. You're really good about that. Mm -hmm. I think we've gone on two dates this year you got to <laughs> i know you got, you never stop dating i think that's my number one on keeping the spice alive is like constantly dating each you other you know what i need to do because he's not a planner i think yeah. what i need to do is i just need to make reservations and say this yeah. is where we're gonna be i think maybe i just need to take some initiative i think that's what i'm gonna start doing just scheduling shit you know i know we've had this conversation before about the initiation thing because same like when me and jake first started dating i thought the same like you should be planning the dates you should be doing this blah 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 that's not his strong suit over the years of knowing him and i never wanted to hold that against him i'm actually a better planner than he will ever be and so Mm -hmm. i'm like why don't i take the reins because he never denies it yeah so if i'm like hey thursday night let's go here and he's like sure whatever you want babe well, you know what? That's what I do. And it, that's what he says. And he pays for it. I'm like, <laughs> when, when? Okay. Well, and that's what he says too. But then w- when the day comes, like we just don't go. Yeah. So no. I think that I just need to like make the reservation. Yes. The other thing too is like, I don't hold it against him either that we don't. It's yeah. just like, I'm just kind of like, oh, we didn't. Yeah. Three months later. Oh, do we it. We didn't. So I just need to like do that. Um, As far as keeping the spice alive, first of all, I think we talked about this before. I've never felt like there hasn't been spice. Yeah. So maybe that's my tip is just to always be spicy. Yeah. Like I'm always talking so inappropriately to yeah. my man. Same. Like the shit that comes out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> 
it is trashy. I know. And I think that's my tip is yeah. just be trashy. Yeah. And he is to me too. Like when I come down and I'm like going to the gym, I've got like my leggings on. I look disgusting because I just woke up. But he'll be like, damn. He's like, that ass. Like we're always raunchy to each other. Yeah. And like I've seen TikToks where people be like, you know, they want intimacy from their partner. And I do think it's okay. Like, I do think that you should, like, vocalize what your needs are. For sure. Um, side note, I would love to do an episode all in our love languages. Yes. That would be fun. Yes. Um, but I've seen it where, like, they show, like, a man slap a girl's ass. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about. Um, that That's fine with me. Yeah. yeah. My man touches my ass at least once a day. Yeah. Um, and I'm all about it. Ta- yeah. Slap my ass. Yeah. Grab my boobs. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't really grab my boobs that much, yeah. but like you could. Yeah. Like just do it. Like I'm fine with that. And that, yeah. Spice is always alive. I agree. And I think part of the spice also is you just liking your partner <laughs> because I minimal. feel like not for everybody, but I've noticed when I do see spice diminish in someone's relationship i just see them not liking them anymore yeah and it could just be like maybe hard times you're going through more of those rough patches and you're not getting through those rough patches and you're just kind of holding on to it and just all of that builds up over time and then you're just kind of resenting each other i see that and then i'm like well the spice is gone because the communication left the building a while ago but i also on the flip side like when ruben and i are going through rough things i want it more like the spice is still so spicy why is it maybe it's just in our dna maybe we're just horn dogs i think so like i don't know because i could be so mad at him and have sex with him right now for sure and it would be amazing and like nothing like and then actually then i'm like i'm not mad anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) because sometimes it's all that cures a little anger just a little dick no, little dick. Little dick appointment. Yeah. That's it. Dick appointment. We always call them dick appointments. Dick o'clock. I'm like, do I have a dick appointment today? Thank you. <laughs> always. Um, but yeah, I think that just all of that helps to keep the spice alive. Okay. Never stop dating each other and never stop showing that you're interested in each other. Mm-hmm. That slap to the ass shows that daddy still wants it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. You gotta like, what's the, I want to say amp them up. That's not the word. Um what's the word? hype like, hype that's the yeah. word hype them up mm-hmm. hype up your partner yeah. make them feel like they're all that because they are for you they are all yes. that for you and if you feel like they're not all that for you then maybe you should be with them yeah the, you know yeah just saying just saying <laughs> i love that i love that we're like just be horny just be horny <laughs> have you had sex in public of course <laughs> honestly who hasn't and like also what means public because well we're can I ask you, where have you had sex in public? Oh, man. You're like at a McDonald's <laughs> inside. <laughs> it's so bad. Where is it? We can leave it out of it. I was going to say, should I say it and then just have it like beep? Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Everyone has had sex there. Okay, good. Well, <laughs> everybody's had sex. Okay, That's good. like where Ruben and I would always hook up. Oh, oh God. I found my people. <laughs> because most people are like, I've never done that. I'm like, oh, okay. Mine was on a boat. I love that. Just saying. Yeah. And like, it's nice. So on Lake Michigan, it's practically an ocean. We just, and now we're not doing it the whole time we're there. Mm-hmm. We don't do it every time we go out there. Yeah. But it's nice. You can hear when a boat is coming. So yeah. it doesn't feel like it's public. But if someone had like a telescope or like binoculars, they would be seeing everything. And yeah, that's fine. Sure. <laughs> you know, they talk about like tanning your butthole. Yeah. It's. I get a little sunshine on on Jake my booty hole. Tanning his balls, like yeah, when it's, it's so the good summer, we literally we get the sun in our bedroom, and he just lays there with his balls out, and I'm you like, gotta, "What you doing?" He's like tanning my balls. Tint that taint. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you gotta the where the sun don't shine. It's gotta yeah. shine there sometimes. But yeah, on the boat, I'm trying to so think. It's public. I mean, I've done it, and it feels very public because it's just yeah outside, but private at the same time. Yeah. I tried at um, Kelsey's wedding. She got married in a vineyard. And we were, like, coming back, like, a group of us. And I was like, hey, like, in front of all of them. I was like, sneak off with me. And he's like, no. And they're like, I'm like, no, let's, like, go in the bush. Like, in front of all my friends. I was like, come on, let's just go outside and do it. No, there was, like, nowhere to do it. Like, I was just being drunk and stupid. And there was, like, 
it was just I was blacked out. Like I was, I was literally say, though, like what a perfect spot. It like, would have been where you took me for the I, apple orchard. Yeah, that kind of a vibe. Like yeah. if you went far back enough, that's secluded enough for me. I bring it up to him all the time. I'm like, remember the time that you denied me at the vineyard? He's like, I didn't deny you. I just you're all we were all your friends. And, and I'm, I'm sorry like, if you like pull out all the sure. stops, you can get it done pretty quickly, and it's like <laughs> low risk. Just saying, I love oh, that. But yeah, that's the one that I like to not mark off my list because I'm like that was your fault but I was like blacked out and there was I mean some critters there that you wouldn't believe I mean there were spiders this big just like hanging from different trees it was kind of gross in that way so like I understood from like a hygiene perspective yeah he's like no not speaking of mile high club have you ever done that no I don't know why that's so glamorized, but that's the most disgusting thing. I the, there's the nothing I want to do less. About that have private jets. Like, let's be honest. But I've heard they people have talk beds. about it, and they're like they've done it on like a public one. And I'm like, I don't even want to use that bathroom. Something yeah. about doing it in a bathroom is not interesting unless it's my own bathroom no. because I clean that shit all the time. Yeah, a public bathroom, I'm so grossed no. out by, Mm-mm. and I have noticed there, there's nothing that turns me out unless I was drunk. Like if we were drunk and we were out, like that's different. Yeah, because then you're just like desensitized yeah. by it. But yeah, ew, no, no, especially an airplane. It's so confined, like claustrophobic already. Yeah. I don't know how. I when I hear Mile High Club, I just think of people with private jets. Okay, because I'm like I there because there would be no other way. I would never do it any other way. Did you know that there's a service in Vegas and it's called, I think it's called the Mile High Club and it's a small aircraft and it's meant for you to fuck on the flight. Okay, perfect. So if you want to, you could do that. All right. But I'm, ew, no that just reminds me of like the sex hotels. Like I'm okay. I was I'm just like going to say Like I'm okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. You don't want to put a black light in there. Oh <laughs> no, the smell and the confined space. I just cannot. No, I'm good. Okay, what's the most money that you've spent on a beauty item? I would have to with the hair dryer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because how much a- was that? Five hundred dollars. Oh, I mean, I bought it too, but it's been a long time, and I yeah. forgot. I yeah. also feel like mine wasn't five hundred dollars. I feel like unless inflation. it was like four fifty, and okay. then with tax it was five hundred. But I'm pretty sure it's five hundred dollars. But you know what? It comes with two brushes and a million attachments, and I I'm trying to justify it. If you guys watched the last episode, I'm trying to justify it here. But um, yeah, so I would say that that makes sense. Then me too. Because like, we we both haven't had Botox or fillers, mm-hmm. which would have been that would be the most that would be the most thing. expensive thing. So yeah, and then the most expensive eyeshadow because I've posted about it before was that Bobby Brown that was forty dollars. Yeah, so it's the most like little cosmetic thing I've ever spent on like one single item. For my single item, it's the La Mer the La Mer moisturizer. moisturizer. Yeah, I buy it like once, not it's not even once a year. It's less than that. Okay. It's like every year and a half. Okay. I get it. So it it works. Yeah. It's affordable. <laughs> Stop. Break but it down monthly to I'm weekly. A, I'm about to get that petroleum jelly in. I'm telling we'll you, We'll see what happens there. I'm telling you. Life-changing. If you could have one free service for a year, what would you choose between a manicure, pedicure, massage, hair, and facials? I already know what mine is. And I already know what mine is. What is it? Mine is a manicure. Are you serious? 100%. Wow. 100%. Because working in makeup, I need my hands done at all times because I'm touching your face. If I don't have manicured fingernails or just pretty looking hands and I'm touching your face, you're going to be grossed out. And when my hands aren't done, I get um, my nails break easily. I get hangnails really easily. And like they just look busted if they're not done. Okay. I wouldn't a massage because I don't like being touched. Same. Except for when we went to my birthday for the air because I think it's it was a massage and the baths, it was doable for me. Yeah. N- would never want anybody touching my face. And then I don't have toenails. So like, why would I get a pedicure? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I love pedicures. What about your hair? It's so cheap for me to get it done. How much is 60 bucks for her to color oh, and cut it okay, every nice. six weeks. That's nice. So your eight, nails are really weeks. your most expensive 
it is out of my, those things. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. I get that. Um, I'm going to say probably hair for you. Yep. Yeah. Although things are different now with my hair. I'm like on a new journey of like being more natural hair. It was like when I saw that list, I was like my hair. Yeah, absolutely. But hair is just really expensive. And for mm-hmm. what I get done, it's really expensive. And if I could get it free, I would go more often because I love the experience. Yeah. I love like I do like chatting my hair being, and whatever. Yes. Um, Will you share how what your most expensive hair cost was? No. It's that bad. No, I'm embarrassed. Oh, don't be embarrassed. It was definitely way too expensive. I'm glad. And it was like all. I mean, bleach in is my expensive. Head. Like every time I look at a blonde, I'm like, I know your hair costs a lot. Mm-hmm. If, Me, it's, if it's a good blonde. If it's a good blonde. If it's yeah. fried, then no. No, no. If it's a real, like, if you are super blonde and you have healthy hair, oh, I know you're spending a penny on that. Like, I just know it. Yeah. And like, bless your hearts for doing that because I'm a $60 head. I love that. Like, that's it. That's amazing. And now I feel, I feel this weight is off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Because it was all a mindset shift. I just never felt like I could have natural looking hair. Yeah. I just never thought that I looked good. Or I felt like even if I looked good, I just looked better with it platinum. Yeah. And so it was just always in my head that I need to feel my best in my skin. So I had to have this, have this like platinum hair. And so I always kept up with it. Um, and when I found Amanda and she started doing my hair, it was like, well, I'm I'm set. Like, she can take care of me. My hair looks yep. good. Like, we're good. And she got you so blonde and so healthy, mm-hmm. which was amazing. She really does have the, mag- the magic touch. Yeah. She's really good at what she does. So, and now I'm like, I just want to grow it out. I want Taylor Swift hair. I want, like, all natural. I want a bang. I'm I'm going to wait till fall. Oh. But do come fall if I want it. I'm going to do a bang. Because I think by then my hair is going to be – I'm just – I'm thinking about it. Do it. I mean, your hair is already a little – well, you had bangs on. <laughs> so. You had a chemical cut where she kind of had a little bit of bangs. I did. I should have did it then. If I if you I would have done my, it done. If actually. I didn't have my wedding coming up, then yeah. I would have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, now I'm like, mm, I kind of think I want it. Yeah. But yeah. If it wasn't hair, it would be pedicures. But like as far as like facials and things like that, I've only ever had one facial. Yeah. And um my nails it's really not that expensive because i just do basic polish yeah um maybe pedicures but i don't like being rubbed i don't like massages but yeah i would say hair and if not hair pedicures nice hands all the way that's it yeah and you know your nails always look so good yeah i just hate having to do it it's a chore how often do you go uh, just once a month, thankfully. My okay. nail lady is so good. If it was down to two weeks, I just would not get my nails done anymore. And I would have to figure out something because it just, it does add up. Yeah. But she's so good at what she does. And so it lasts a full month and then I go back and get it cleaned up. But my hands have never looked better. And again, with me touching people's skin, faces, body, everything, I just want good polished hands. You don't want no crusty, dusty touching your face. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-mm. It's an so, investment. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, those are all the questions. Well, this was fun. This was. You guys' questions were really fun to answer. Yeah, I love doing the anonymous because then you can feel free to ask us all the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. questions. Um, and we will have to do this again. Yes. So, like every... Again, quarterly. We yeah. can do our favorites. Yeah. And if do you guys like this talk. and you want more questions, and maybe this will now open you up to want to ask some questions. Like if you didn't ask a question before, mm-hmm. do it now. Yeah. You'll feel more comfortable now. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Instagram and TikTok. We'll leave everything in the show notes. So thank you for listening. Appreciate it.